Hey, yo, is this thing on? All right, it's Rutherford. This is SMH, the Student Motivation Hints podcast, where we are shaking our heads, thinking about things in a different way, understanding mindsets, motivation, mindfulness, meditations, and the skills necessary for success. As a high school teacher for a decade in Tucson, Arizona, I have become obsessed with the mechanics of success, and it is my mission right now to figure out how to help people be successful, motivated in school, life. And um, I interview kids, I interview teachers, I interview myself and use this podcast as a journal of reflections and, and ideas where I am just trying to figure it out. So I appreciate you joining me and uh, enjoy the episode. You can follow me on Instagram, Rutherford underscore Sawara, where I post uh, motivational things and, and, and different ideas and um, share with anybody that uh, you find might benefit from this information so I can uh, grow the community. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> podcast, podcast, we're out here. Um, so Moses, talk to me. Um, you're starting your sophomore year at U of A. Yeah. Right? Um had you for AP bio three years ago. Yep. Right. Um, talk to me about stress. Stress, man. I think when I was in your class, then you told me the same way you feel when you're stressed is how you will feel when you're nervous or it's like excitement, you know? Mm. So for me, back in high school and during the entire pandemic, I'm somebody who kind of thrives in chaos, you know, when mm. nothing is going exactly as planned that's where I feel like I can perform the best. And it's just during my daily life too, I would just put myself in uncomfortable situation just so I can see that I can handle it. So when an you know, unpredictable situation does befall me, then I will still be fine. So I find myself, you know, sometimes sleeping on the floor just once in a while, just so I can know how it is to be uncomfortable once in a while, mm-hmm. you know? And then, so when, the stress of school hits, I'm not really stressed. I suppose I just kind of try to, you know, manage my expectations of how I'm supposed to do things. And what I do is I just make a list of the things that I need to get done. Or I just think to myself, why why is this bothering me? You know, mm. because essentially it's just, you just having all of these negative reactions to things that sometimes or within your control most of the time. And then I ask myself, why, 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 why am I stressing about it? And so then I think about it and I think what's the biggest issue on my mind right now that's making me feel this way. And so then I write it down and then I try to tackle it right there. But if I cannot do anything about it, say I got a bad girl on a test, then my, 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 my control, the thing I had control over was studying and preparing for that test as much as I could. But my my grade wasn't a guarantee to have an A or a B. If I got a C or a D, then that's it. I can go back in time and change that. Mm. But what I can control is how I approach the next exam, you know? Mm. And so that's how I would do it. But I feel like also for Sawaro, it also prepared me in that aspect too, because we it, it is kind of like a battlefield out here too, not mm. only academically, but also socially too. You have to try and try to find your place. And so I've met a lot of people who they were basically sheltered their entire lives too. 
And so when, you know, the stress of college did hit, they weren't able to handle it. And so I saw a lot of them, they were trying to crouch and just crumble under all of that workload and stuff. Right. So like, that's most people that I, that I see too. And, and you are always pretty different in the way that you viewed stress, but like, so how do you make that? Maybe, maybe I could say, how do you make that jump? How do you make that leap? But how do you maybe take some baby steps towards viewing stress differently? Or because yeah. you, you use the word reaction, like how do you react to something? Because that's, that's really important is that you are, something's happening to you. There's all stuff is always going to happen to you in life. Okay. Yeah. And it's going, stress will be put onto you, but you choose your reaction. And you were kind of talking about like, in some cases, when something's happened to you and um, you're trying to figure it out, you start writing it down. Yeah. So is that something you've always done? Or like, what would you say might be a good first step for someone to kind of pay attention to their reactions, like you're saying you're doing, mm -hmm. and then to like, maybe write things down or whatever to try and understand their stress and understand what they have control over what's gone and done with and how they should move forward. Yeah. I think the best thing for a person to do is try to get to know themselves as much as they can. You see, you look at yourself and you see, nothing is ever going to go as planned. That's what I've come to learn so far, just in life in general. And within the trying ordeals or just the trials and tribulations of life, you, you have the ability to choose how you respond. Mm. You can either respond negatively and realize that that's not going to get you anywhere. Or you can just, you know, laugh about it and, and tell yourself, you know, there's always going to be a next time. And because whether we like it or not, life is just essentially a struggle. Yeah. And it's a noble thing to, you know, bear this struggle. And during our lifetime, there is going to be almost an infinite amount of battles that we're going to fight. You can either focus on the one today and, you know, use it as, you know, kind of like a starting point to become stronger for the ones that are going to be for you tomorrow. Or you can just let it defeat you here and then you struggle for the rest of your life because you couldn't get over something today. So with like every little struggle, every little you're struggle. saying that's like, that's something, that's an opportunity for you to like practice. Yeah, it's an opportunity for you to practice and move on because it, it not only does it test you, but these are also obstacles that kind of cut you open like a knife so the world can get a glimpse of what you made up on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so you must ask, ask yourself, what, what is the world going to see? What are you made of on the inside? Is he, are you going to become frantic and, you know, lose your head and start, you know, reacting negatively to every little thing that happens? Or are you going to maintain your composure and then and move on? You accept it as it is. Because in life, there are going to be some obstacles that are insurmountable. And these obstacles are simply there to teach us acceptance. Yeah, sometimes things are going to disfavor us and we're not going to like it. But whether we like it or not, they've already happened. And so you can be stuck on it and say, oh, man, I wish I could have done this or done that. But you can't put that rose-colored glasses on and, you know, think that things are going to go according to your expectations. Sometimes acceptance and moving forward is the best and uh, course of action you can take. Right. Because really, like... If you're, if you accept something, you're calm, um, then 
that's the only way you can kind of use your head and think and be able to move forward and say, okay, here's my plan of action. This is what I can control. This is what I can do to maybe fix the situation or repair the situation or completely just accept a failure and recognize that happens. It's not the end of the world. It's something that I can learn from and then, and then move forward. Yeah. And also where that becomes important too is not only do we have all of these expectations for ourselves, but our parents also place these, you know, these expectations on us that kind of are detrimental to our development too, because it makes us not want to take risk in life because we don't, we don't want to fail. Right. Right. And what I say to that is, um, the kid who always wants to have a 4.0, there's going to come a time, whether now in high school or in college, you're, <laughs> you're bound to, you know, at least not have a 4.0. And you're going to see how you react to that. Because if you've been told that you're, you're perfect this entire time, your entire life, and then suddenly a class challenges you to the point where you get a B in the class and you lose that 4.0, how are you going to respond to it, you know? It is, I think, a quote that said, adversity introduces a man to himself. And so how well do you truly know yourself is, you know, how much you're going to be able to bounce back every single time you fall. Right. And whether you've like, I mean, yeah, you got a lot of, every kid is writing in their notebook here at the beginning of the year, like they want to get A's, you know, it's like, maybe you did get all A's or all A's and all B's in middle school, right? Maybe you did get all A's and all B's freshman year. Like maybe you'll get all, you know what I mean? But at some point you said that's the truth. Like at some point there is going to be something you fail, whether it's a test, whether you miss an assignment um, or whether you get an actual bad grade at the end of the semester, but it's how you react to it that really matters. And I, and I know I felt that because, you know, I had certain students that, that failed last year and they reacted to it by taking summer school. They owned up to it. They took the responsibility. They took summer school. They came in, they got their credits back. And, and then this year they came in and said, I'm going to have a better year, you know, whether it's attendance or turning in assignments on time, staying organized, um, you know, going to class, uh, getting things done immediately, changing their procrastination, like whatever. It's always like, okay, that, that makes me really happy to see, like, it's how you react to it. It's what you learn from it, you know, that is like, that's really, you see what you're made of. Um, because you know, success is not success, not a guarantee, right? Like you, and even, even when you prepare, like you're saying, like, there's no, there's no guarantees. It's like the, the only guarantee in life is that it's going to keep throwing a whole bunch of shit at you. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be a difficult thing. There's going to be so many difficult challenges that come around and you just have control of the way you react. And every time that you experience that thing, or something, any failure, any challenge, any time that, how do you, like you're saying, that's an opportunity for you to meet yourself. That's an opportunity for you to learn from yourself, for you to know who you are in that moment. So like, when do you, how do you start paying attention to that? Or when did you start watching yourself and learning about yourself? I think the time where I truly started to, you know, watch myself and my reaction was during the, you know, the pandemic mm. when, you know, the whole t- toilet paper incident, everybody's running to the store to go 
you know, buy a toilet paper or just, mm. you know, reading the stores and everything was empty. And that's when I realized that, you know, having a calm mind and just being a really tranquil person, uh, that really does change a lot of things. Mm. Because even now in college, during exams and exam preparations, I see a lot of people, they're out there just suffering themselves in the library for 12 hours a day. And I'm like, and they're, they're freaking out. So I think last semester for chemistry, uh, we had the final exam. There was a kid who needed a 65% to pass the class with an A. Mm -hmm. He was fine. It was 40 questions, multiple choice. And most of them were just a repetition of the test number three that we already took. But he was in the libraries stressing his acne is, is breaking out. And mind you, he has a 4.0, yeah? Right. But he's stressing over one test. and Where he only has to get a 65, a 65 in order to keep his he, A. Which is, is a walk in the park. Sure. But yet he was in the library for 11 hours. He's studying the same thing over and over again. Now I'm not, I'm not bashing on him. It's a good thing. But if he required a score that low, and why are you still stressing? Because he already took his other exams. He was already fine. Mm -hmm. But he's stressing over the one class. So he set himself up for success. Yeah. And then he gets to a spot where he doesn't have to stress. Yeah. And like, stressing. you get, yeah, I mean, you can go to the library and you can study it out. Right. But yeah. like when you're studying while stressed, yeah, or when you're trying crap. to complete anything while stressed, you're not going to perform as well. Like it's yeah. just, you're going to be wasting time. You're going to be sitting there just freaking out and worrying. And so oh, like, true. do you ever catch yourself freaking out in a situation and then, and then calming yourself down. Yeah, I think. What does that feel like? Like just maybe describe an example or describe what that feels like in general. If you see yourself freaking out and then, and then you notice that and then you start calming down, like that's. An, an example of this was when I was doing the, doing the keys mm -hmm. internship is because when I went there, everybody is, you know, I feel like I was the lowest of the low. Everybody was on a, such a whole different level of intellect. They're all from, you know, UHS or basis. And then I'm like, man, I'm the only person from Sawar here. I know nobody else. And mm. all of these kids, most of them are already taking organic chemistry as high schoolers. And then most of them were, you know, top tier out there with a lot of accolades. And I was, it was a very intimidating time too. And then I started to freak out. But in that time I realized, you know, at the end of the day, we're all humans. They still have to eat. They still have to go to sleep too. And outside of keys, there are just a bunch of regular kids too. And that's what I told myself. And I realized that, you know, it is true. We, we don't have all the same, most of us, you know, we, we're at disadvantage in society too. And, you know, it just, just, that's how life is. If everything were fair, then it would make a very, you know, boring time on earth. But I realized that, you know, nothing is ever going to be fair. Some people are born with, you know, more intellect, you know, higher IQ. Some people are born bigger or just smaller or just, you know, more swift than others. And that's just how it is. So I realized that I, I too had my assets that I can, you know, deploy when needed, you know, to help me, you know, go through life too. And just as they have, you know, their stuff too, or their aspects of their lives and, you know, idiosyncrasies that can help them, you know, go through the program. That's how I realized that I have already been alive for 18 years too. And I have a lot of experiences in dealing with things. So I can use those experiences because it's reflection on the past that leads to better actions in the future. You see, many times we promise ourselves that tomorrow will be better, but 
it is often to a repetition of today. And that's one thing I try not to do. I don't like repeating yesterday. And so every single time I start to freak out or anything, I just tell myself, what, what? it's not going to kill me. So I, why would I figure out about it? It's, it's, it was, if it were meant to happen, then it's going to happen regardless of how I feel about it. So that's why. Mm. And I just, my uh, quote I live by is regardless of how I feel, I'm going to do what I have to do. And so in doing so, that also helps me just, you know, maintain a tranquil equanimity. Yeah. So that's, that is tied into evolution, which I completely understand is that the stress response is what we have evolved as human beings. Well, I shouldn't say human beings as living things. Like every living thing has a stress response literally because it perceives a threat to life. But if you can recognize that whatever you're stressed about actually is not threatening your life, you say, okay, cool. Like I'm alive. I'm going to be alive tomorrow. I'm safe. That's okay. Okay. So stress doesn't need to completely shut me down and have me freak out because there's not a bear out here. It's just a test. It's just a stressful situation. It's just a hard class. I don't need, you know, there's no point in me completely losing my cool because, and so that's where our brains are kind of like tricking us a little bit with stress and making yeah. us feel like this is the oh, worst yeah. situation in the world. And you know, once you understand that, you can kind of say like, okay, that's happening right now. But like that freak out is not, not necessary. Not necessary. And it's, it's not helpful. And, you know, so you don't have to lean into that. You don't have to freak out or freak out about freaking out. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm stressed because I'm stressed and I need to not be stressed and I shouldn't be stressed. It's like, oh, it's whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. You know? like, and also it's, it's about, you know, recognizing your strengths and weaknesses. I think Rutherford, you told me this, that we should, we should try to improve our weaknesses by, you know, leaning on our strengths, but we shouldn't rely fully on our strengths while we let our weaknesses, you know, up and break our, 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 our daily task. Mm -hmm. And so how I go about it will be, like you said, if it's not threatening my life, then there's no reason why I should be reacting negatively to it. And that's your, and that's your strength, right? Yeah. And for some people, that's their weakness, but it's something that they can work on. Yeah, of right. course. It's something you can always work on. Try and just practice being calm and being mindful. And not right. just in school, but everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. everywhere. Also, when you're talking to people too, you got to keep an open mind that you don't know everything. And that it is true. From every person, there is something that can be learned. And, and everybody's going through stress in a different way. Yeah. Right. And handles it in a different way. And you can kind of like it's, understand. You think you're the only one stressing out? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's our episode. Thank you for listening in. Hopefully you found that valuable and uh, applicable to your life. Uh, it's different for everybody, but I want you to shake your heads and the more that it causes you to think about your particular situation and specifics and how you can how can you apply it to maintain your motivation and um, stay productive in this game called life and this job called being a student uh, because it's important we need to we need to have a community here and i'm building that community over on instagram too rutherford underscore saguaro follow me find me in room 100 saguaro high in tucson if you want to be interviewed yourself i can pick your brain and, and see what works for you um, 
Go back and check the archives if you liked this and found it valuable. There's a lot of other episodes where this came from, and um, they're not particularly specific to uh, any day or time, and they might ring true and make more sense at, at different times in your life. And um, yeah, that's the whole point. So um, keep grinding, stay on it. And remember, this should feel good. This should be fun. Being productive, being positive. They all go hand in hand. And we just want to have better lives. We're accomplishing more. Thank you.